Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on, lots to get to, lots to talk about. Let's go. I mean, this hour, another great interview. It'll be great news with Kay. We had Tony Gonzalez in the program. We had Dr. Malone in the program. And again, those of you who are emailing me and in the channel saying, hey, I couldn't hear all three. I'm going to post the entire thing over on Rumble uh, after we air part three with Dr. Malone tomorrow. So make sure that you stick around for that. We've got news on James Carville, who I have uh, dared to punch me in the face. Carrie, I dared the guy to punch me in the face. Mm-hmm. I wonder. You think he'll take me happen. up on it? He's I'm like 77. Why is he threatening people? No, not really sure why. He's angry. Why is he, we'll talk about that. We have that story for you. Also a story about a, a swimmer that was disqualified and then allowed to swim. Um, and it was all about her bathing suit. We'll talk about what was on the bathing suit. So we've got a lot to get through this hour. A ton to get this hour. But not before we say, you know, it's, it is Monday. Uh, Motown Monday. That is the Chocolate Voice. How are you? I'm good. You getting her done? Yep. You making it happen? Oh, yeah. What is the wine budget now? Wine budget, people want to know. Wine budget. Are we talking about one bottle? What are we talking about? Depends on what kind of weekend you had. I don't know. What is the budget <laughs> for the weekend? A typical weekend. For the weekend? Um, I don't know. Maybe. Do, do you do an entire bottle in a weekend? Is it more than that? No, I use about one during the weekend. A whole bottle? For two days, you're getting like, what, two or three glasses? I have no idea how many glasses are in a bottle. I, I have know, no clue. so you have no reason to laugh. I've seen the jumbo boxes that you buy. <laughs> I don't at, like, buy Sam's the jumbo and Costco. boxes. No, no, I don't think so. Polo getting it done, too. That is Monica in for Sam. I'm your talk monkey, Joe Pags. Good to see you. Carrie, can I be honest? I don't know. How much does a bottle of wine cost? Um, a nice bottle, but not too expensive. Probably $20, $25. Okay, so you're doing like $100, $200 a week. <laughs> no. What? I, just, I did the math. No. Stop telling people lies. I'm going to do a TikTok on that. Oh, I'm going to yeah. go on the talk get, and talk about you it. Get, you get right down on that. I did, I did a talk about James Carville, by the way. And, uh, and it's, it's actually taken off. It's like 11,000, 12,000 now. Where it wasn't anywhere near that a little while ago. So it is taken off. I, it's a very, I, look, I don't know what the algorithm is. I'm not going to complain. Again, they're not censoring me. Whereas all these other companies uh, are, that are supposed to be the greatest thing are. So uh, it's very interesting to watch. I did one on Howard Stern yesterday. That's now well over 100,000. And one that I did on Chris Christie is well over 50,000 views. So if you're on the talk, which is what the kids call it, just it's at... Joe Pags at Joe. By the way, I got a, t- a text from your son during the break. He said, "My mom never asked me about the talk, Mister Joe Pags." That's not true. You show me that. Screenshot it and send it to me. I I delete them immediately when I get the text. Mm, do you? Okay. Now I'll ask my son then. No, I'll, I'll give you the truth. excuse that that everybody on either the People's Court or Judge Judy always give. Hmm. Oh, I got a new phone since then. I got a new phone. I don't, I don't <laughs> That's convenient. Yeah, it's always a good one. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, um, uh, James Carville is he's a, a, an anomaly to me because. Or an enigma because he's married to was it Mary Madeline? Yeah. Are, are they or, still or Madeline? Are they are they still married? I believe so. Yeah. She's a Republican. He's a Democrat, and they're somehow married, and they're both political commentators. And you know, this is the guy with the the deep South Louisiana accent, right? Oh That's yeah. That's what his accent yes. is. Uh-huh. 
And he did, what he did, just decided to come out and that's it. Um, it's time to bring some violence on these people. Mm, pretty much. Yeah. Fill me in on what this, this dork had to say. From Vox News, Democratic strategist James Carville cursed out unvaccinated individuals on his podcast last week, saying anyone without a vaccine was a piece of bleep and he wanted to punch them in the face. On Thursday's Politics War Room with James Carville and Al Hunt, Carville and Hunt took a listener question wondering why President Biden would not pass a bill that bars unvaccinated citizens from interstate travel. I wouldn't be against that at all. I'd be for it, actually. As long as you put or testing before you get on a plane or bus or interstate train, you want to be vaccinated or tested. I don't think the Supreme Court would allow him to do that, Hunt said. I don't either, Carville replied. I don't think he should expend much capital trying to get something done that's going to get knocked down, Hunt said. Carville continued by suggesting a law giving immunity to anyone for punching an unvaccinated person. I wish that they what they do is pass a law to make you immune from liability if you punch some unvaccinated person right in the face, which I'd really like to do. If you ask me, what's my first reaction to you if you're not vaccinated? You don't have any medical reason not to be. You're a piece of bleep, okay? I just want to punch you in the God bleep face. That's the way I look at these people, Carvel said. Agreed, Hunt replied. I mean, you know? Mm. Carrie, is that, is, Violent. What do I know? Is that okay? Mm, no. Mm, nope. I wish there were a law that allowed you to punch an unvaccinated person in the face. Now, I want anybody and everybody who's ever thought James Carville had a brain to really think about what he's saying. First of all, natural immunity, which he doesn't mention, is above and beyond and better than any vax immunity that you get. In fact, even the CDC admits this now. It's good for up to 20 months, which is nearing two years, if you do the math, and the vaccine only lasts for about a year, even less than that. You got to keep on getting these boosters. So he doesn't mention natural immunity, first of all. Secondly, if you have no comorbidities, if you're not in a high-risk status, then there is no real need for you to go and get the shot unless your doctor gives you a good reason for that, and that's something you should talk to your medical professional about. My problem is that in this society, people like James Carville talk a big talk, the guy's 77, I would break him with my pinky. But they talk the big talk, and they're out there yammering as if they know something, and what they're saying is verifiably, scientifically incorrect. We should not live in a country that pretends to be free and liberated, where there are people literally on one side of the aisle who would like to punch and bring violence to people who aren't vaccinated. They should not know if we're vaccinated or not. I am of the belief that if you want to get the so-called vaccine, if you want to get the shot, the jab, whatever it is, if you want to do that, that's up to you and your doctor and your family and your and your God. It is not my business whether you did it or not. I don't think it's the government's business whether I've done it or not. Now, I've been very open about it and in the TikTok video and in the, I also put it on Twitter and Instagram in that video where I say, come on, James, bring it on, um, I say, I admit, I am not vaccinated. So I'm here. I'm, I'm, let's go. And, and I say that because I wanted to tell the public that I'm not vaccinated or that I'm, I didn't get the shot. I'm okay telling the public that. But if I weren't, I shouldn't be forced to. Pizza place shouldn't get to know. SoFi Stadium shouldn't get to know. My neighbors shouldn't get to know. 
those I work with shouldn't get to know. Now, if I get COVID, and, and I want to hear your thoughts on this, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. If I get COVID, and knowing that it is as contagious as it is, that you should have the right to know. And if the job wants to make the policy that I have to stay home till I, till I test that I don't have it anymore, I think that would be okay too. But it is not anybody's right to know what needle I may or may not have stuck into my arm. It's not. It's nobody's right to know. And we're pretending that we live in a society where people do have the right to know. The fact that New York City doesn't let you do anything until you prove that you've been, been victim of a shot in your arm. That, I believe, is un-American. I believe it's illegal. It should be challenged to the highest courts. But Carville takes it to the next level. Knowing that he's old and protected, nobody's really going to punch James Carville, and and he's not going to punch anybody. But for him, as a pseudo-leader of that side of the aisle, um, to say something like this, there's some stupid person out there who's going to hear that and say, okay, Pack says he's unvaccinated, let me go punch him now. Or this person says they're unvaccinated, let me go punch that person. Aaron Rodgers deserves a punch now, he's not vaccinated. That's just stupid. That's inciting violence. That's doing something Donald Trump didn't do on January 6th. Carville is literally saying, I would like to punch people in the face who aren't vaccinated, and I think we should all be able to punch people in the face who aren't vaccinated. It is so weird to me that everybody's standing on the highest mountain and screaming from a megaphone, Carville's inciting violence! Whereas they're all pretending that Trump did, and he didn't. It's all very stupid to me, but I'm always going uh, to tell you the truth. I'm always going to be right there in the front telling you this is not okay, that is okay, this appears lawful, this doesn't appear lawful. Your thoughts on this? 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Go to JoePags.com. You'll see this story. You'll see other stories of the day, like the headline story is AOC being as loony as she is. Go sign up for all the social media. Watch live or listen live while you're there as well. And if nothing else, check out the new the new redesign of the website. And a lot of you have already. And sign up for the newsletter too. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Coming right back. This is the Joe Pegg Show. Great to have you. Thanks. Carrie, I got an email over the weekend uh, from a guy suggesting a parody. He said, use this one and call it Poopin' in the Street. Oh. Okay. I guess that would work. Carrie, you, use your brain. Oh, have you already done that? Yes. I did uh, that same thing. I told you, I story. block out a lot of these. Why? Um, Rude. Of your parodies. Yeah, I have to. I have to. I don't even know if I, 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 I might play a no second of it if I can find that. it. I remember it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember it. You do it not. was a Wednesday you played that. Okay, yeah. it was a Wednesday. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, this is probably, this no, is from, gonna play it. this is 2018. It's not 20, I'm not going to play the whole thing. This no, is not 2018. Years ago. How would I remember that? No, it can't be 2018. Because I was doing this when we first found out about Pelosi and, and the poop maps and all that. It wasn't four years ago. It had to be like seven, eight years ago. 
What? It's an attitude. I let this intro go twice? But I did longer ones, I guess. Drop and trowel around the town. Whoa. What did you eat? Remember what did you eat? Oh, man. Summer's here and the stench is strong. We're pooping in the street. Pooping on the north side. You like the harmony pooping in the street? Down by Frisco Bay. No? no. In the heart of the city. All we need is toilets. <laughs> so we just need toilets. <laughs> it's so the guy was like. Okay. He, no, and he wrote me. He was like desperate about it. He was like, man. I can't get this out of my head. I just think it'd be perfect. Martha and the Vandellas dancing in the street, changing to pooping and in the streets. Was. Wouldn't that be amazing? Yes. And I run back. I said, "Dude, I did that years ago." <laughs> well, he didn't know. We don't always don't. Well, he didn't. Remember. No, no. I mean, I wasn't mad at him or anything, but he, I felt oh, bad okay. that he had it like stuck in his head. He probably heard it mm. ten years ago or whatever it was, yeah. and and he's just like, I don't know why, but I keep hearing this song. Mm. People in the chat room now are like, "Come on, you got to play the song now." No, he already played a snippet. I don't have to play the song. I play a little bit of it. It's all good. If they're nice, maybe at the bottom of the hour, I'll play them some parodies during the break. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe. Paula, make sure that you pipe the uh, the audio into Carrie too. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And it was it was four years ago because because we were here in this in this new building. Are you sure? I don't think so, man. Yep. I mean, we did not just find out about the San Francisco poop four years ago, did we? No, but it was it was something even worse. At that at that time, and that's why you maybe did it's it. because the maps were being handed out. Maybe, Carrie, you don't remember that? I don't. I do not. I think it was what my idea. Coworker, for the man. Because <laughs> I don't remember all your parodies. Seriously. What did you say, Paula? I said I think it was my idea for for the. the I'm song. almost positive it was. Mm. Yeah. Poop Carrie, days. you couldn't support Polo. I do, but not necessarily hearing that horrible parody. coworker. <laughs> I have not. Leave me alone. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941. Paul, do you have something? I was just going to say, I mean, I, I I tried warning her last week that, you know, that she was lucky that she wasn't around yes, for- Yes, that uh, is true. He did. Yeah. For, I, I for that last story. Yeah. That was good, the one. Oh, that story. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Because yeah, no. more than likely, you probably would have had her read that, so- thousand percent. Just here, just cold read it. Here you go. What are you Without talking about? What was the story? Go ahead. Oh, with uh, Lamar Odom and his- um, um, he had a problem in bed. Yes. He thought he was going to fart. Something else happened. What? Yeah. No. Yes. Yeah. Something like Big and Brother or something. And you were going to have me read that as a legitimate news story. Uh, it is. A, it's a news story on TMZ. Boom. Oh, well, just because it's on TMZ doesn't mean we have it to was, hear it. It was very it. scientific. It was very scientific. Because <laughs> he, he thought he thought there was going to be a gas, but instead there was a liquid. Oh, so, yeah. oh come on. Oh, Maybe even dude. a solid. So. Oh, yeah, no. I'm not no. going to eat dinner tonight. Not, Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that. I wasn't going to read that. No. Oh, no, it, no, it's a news story. I mean, you've no, been good about that. It really wasn't, though. You could do Let it. Let me go to the phone lines. I appreciate it. People on the phone will go, what, what are we talking about? What is this show? <laughs> Let me go to the phone lines line. One is Michael in Florida. Michael, what's on your mind? Hi. Hey, Joe. You, you're cracking me up because I was listening to you talking about that song. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's what I do. I never heard the song before. Thank you. So when you were just uh, doing that, the parody. Pretty funny. Thank you. No, I'm a limo driver. I jumped in my car. I turn on the radio. First thing I hear is you talking about that you haven't had the vaccine and it's nobody's business. And right. It's, uh, I just, you know, I got to thank you for being a voice of reason in a sea of insanity because 
if you watch the news and you see what's going on, it's absolutely crazy. And the people want to control other people's lives to this degree. And uh, I don't know if you're, I'm, you're probably familiar with that trucker strike up in Ottawa. Of course, yeah. And did just the the tweet that uh, Justin Trudeau, I think it's a tweet that was going around that they took pictures of and sent, where he's like, you know, don't talk to your family members and all this stuff. Yeah, they it's said it was fake. Insane. They said it was fake. Oh, was oh that was fake. Yeah, it turns out somebody. I didn't. Yeah, so some somebody altered okay. a tweet and they and they made a screenshot. It was fake. But he he is on the run. He's scared. Uh, I'm going to cover Trudeau at the bottom of the hour with uh, with Kay. So make sure you stick around for that. We do update the trucker situation. But and I appreciate you listening to the limo. Yeah, it isn't anybody's business. It is about freedom. But it turns out that was fact checked. I guess, and it turns out he did, he never tweeted that, and somebody faked a, a tweet and made a screenshot or something out of it. Ken, Alaska, talk to me. Let's go. Hey, guy, um, better pooping on the streets than tubing on the screen. That's all I got to say about that. Hey, I appreciate your... Hold, hold, hold on a second. I, dude, I don't know what that means. Paul, why are you laughing? What did he say? Tubing on the screen? Yes. Uh, what does that mean? The guy from CNN. Oh, all right. I, Ken, I got it now. Very good. Very good. Go ahead. What yeah. else is on your mind? You're quick, buddy. Hey, I appreciate your show because when you were talking about the screechy old guy from the Democrat Party... And, and it's a condescending term, a condescending term that they taught each other like a hymnal to say, you got to follow the science here with these vaccines when they don't want to look at it at all. And everything you've ever said, and, and you didn't go search this out, you, you would say you would bring on someone that had any opinion that would help people. And that's what I've noticed about what, what you bring on the radio. And when you've got pe- people like Malone and everybody else on there, they don't want to look at the science. And it's almost like a habit with them. They accuse you of something they are completely guilty of. When they when they tell you don't follow the science, they don't want to see what the truth is. And right. they're, when they're condescending to us about it, it's a really insult to injury. And we, it's almost like we can't even fight back or you're some far lunatic fringe like uh, 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 what Trudeau says. But they've got it. They've got it. They've got the narrative down. They really do. And it's a popular one, but they're dead wrong. And you, you've done this really well by all the information you brought to us. I'm doing the best I can, brother. Well, Ken, I I appreciate that. Uh, We we bring on those who are experts, those who know science. I mean, the inventor of the vaccine, for God's sakes. I don't know what else I can do there. We've got experts like Jesse Lopez and and Peter McCullough and Dr. Urso. I mean, we we bring these people on for a reason. They have the knowledge and they're above reproach. What's very, very obvious and remains obvious is nobody who is attacking Joe Rogan or Spotify or, 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 or Malone or McCullough nobody is saying what they got wrong. Nobody. They're just saying it's misinformation or disinformation. And if you can't outline and quantify exactly what it is that they got wrong, so give us some real information. What did they say that's wrong? And here's what's real about it. Because we know ivermectin works. We know that. That's proven now, study after dozens of studies. We know that um, that uh, zinc works, D3 works. We know hydroxychloroquine is helpful. At the end of the day, monoclonal antibodies work they keep saying it was Mr. Disinformation, yet they refuse to back that up with any information. They just want you to believe it. I think the missing disinformation that we've gotten so far is really about the vaccines. But that's just me. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Cray News with K when we come back. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show.
great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always great to have this young lady back, a part of the team, and we certainly enjoy her news reporting, her writing for great uh, publications like The Daily Caller and... National Pulse. I always get it wrong. I didn't want to National get it wrong. Pulse. I didn't want to get it wrong. I wanted to make sure it was right. It's uh, National Pulse. It's uh, it's Case Mythe. It's Cray News with Kay. Kay, how are you? I'm great, Joe. How are you? You are great. I agree with you. I'm doing well. So we've got a lot going on, and, and there are a lot of different stories that are interwoven. Like Here's an example, and you, you've written a story about this, uh, about the, the Young Turks. But the reason why we're talking about the Young Turks is because Joe Rogan is, uh, is well, the attempt is to make him canceled. If Spotify can cancel him, then um, the question arises, can we cancel anybody who's done what Joe Rogan allegedly did? And, and I think the hook of this story is, and you can correct me, is that Joe Rogan, you know, he's in trouble anyway because he dared have real scientists on to talk about COVID. So now we've dug up the fact that he said the N-word a lot of times on his show. He's now apologized, but you've got a similar angle where a left-wing group has done the same thing and nobody's saying anything. Fill me in. Yeah, so this story comes from the Young Turks, who I actually used to be a really big fan of. I used to be a huge fan of the Young Turks. Um, I know that regular listeners of the show will know that when I moved out to America, when I first came here many years ago, I was still a liberal socialist. I was all about the Young Turks. I actually invited uh, one of their, I don't, I don't really know how you would describe them, like anchors or one of their little minions or whatever, <laughs> on my radio show when I had a radio show back in Los Angeles. Um, huge fan. And then obviously, you know, started living in California, made the switch over to con the conservative side of the spectrum right. and realized that the Young Turks were basically just a bunch of communists and right. were not really perpetuating anything that benefited the United States, certainly not the United States that I wanted to live in. Right. Um, and so I, I saw this video on Twitter, which is essentially a supercut. The original one that I saw was about 46 seconds of their anchors not just using the N-word, but using um, a very derogatory term for gay men, um, also using, uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, you can correct me, but it's it's the C word to describe a white person and not the one that ends in T that I always use. Uh, you, know, um, you could uh, <laughs> try use that word way too much, by the way. Uh, the, the, <laughs> word, the word is cracker. You can yeah. say it. But it is okay. extremely derogatory towards white people. But so they're saying that they're saying the N word. They're saying they're saying all sorts of horrible things about gay people. But nobody has said boo about them because they're uh, allegedly on the correct side. Uh, although I think you're right, they're more communist than they are certainly just left wing uh, in this country. But I've got a quick story about a couple of those guys. Number one, okay. uh, I thought it was Senk Uger. It's I guess it's Jenk or something. I, I didn't know how okay. to pronounce it. But back in like 2007, 2008, CNN flies me in and I'm doing a bunch of pilots with, with different anchors. One was Rachel Maddow. Uh, one was Stephen A. Smith. One was uh, um, Eric Michael Dyson. We, uh, Roland Martin. And then one was with this guy, Jenk Sink, whatever his name was. Um, and first of all, he was about a foot shorter. So, so they made, and we were standing doing the show. They made him stand on a box. That already set the guy off. And the topic was questioning Obama's um, citizenship why would anybody do that? And we started the show, and the guy's screaming in my face, just screaming. He just, I, I went, so I literally, as we're taping, the CNN still has this somewhere. I said, are you going to yell the entire time? I can do it too. But that would be really, really bad television. What the hell are you doing? It just kept on doing it. So I realized then the guy was an actor. That's really who he is. Mm -hmm. I've since seen him with Alex Jones 
at the National Convention in 2016. They were acting. I would be surprised if the entire thing wasn't made up. And then there's the guy, Hassan, who you might be talking about, Hassan Piker, who yes. goes by um, Hassan Abi over on Twitch. He's got a huge following who's a real wuss. I've invited the guy on my show. Let's debate these topics. Let's really go at it. Because I, I slipped into his Twitch channel once. And a guy had a fit. He banned me from the channel. Then he unbanned me. Then he, uh, the whole thing is an act, okay? But mm-hmm. the thing is, they're acting on the right side of the aisle. Thus, nobody but you, who's telling the truth, are going to out them for doing the same exact thing Joe Rogan is accused of doing. I mean, that's the point, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's just like the sheer hypocrisy of it. Well, Joe, it wasn't even just that first uh, 46 second video, uh, which was the first one I saw. I then went on to, I think it was YouTube, and I found one that was almost two minutes long of, um, yeah, like I Chenk or whatever his name is, just using the N-word on repeat in like regular conversation. And this was like, you know, the Young Turks have been around since I think 2002 was when they first incorporated and launched. Um, they should have a lot more followers than they do right now, considering how long they've been around. Right. Um, you know, 20 years this year, and they, they barely scraped 5 million on YouTube. Um, you know, not that anyone knows who I am, but that's not the point. I'm not trying to, you know, do what they're doing. Right. Uh, but no, he's just using the N-word on repeat. And, you know, Joe Rogan got in trouble for saying it. Um, some woman released a video. I don't know. So she was some musician yeah, from in back India, in the yeah, India RE uh, is one is who released famous? it. Is she famous? I've literally never heard of her. I know of one song she's done. I find her to be to be a rather good musician. But, but you're right. She's taken this video that somebody gave her. She didn't compile it. Mm-hmm. And it's just out of context, Joe Rogan saying the N-word. Now, I think in context, you probably would find him saying, they said N- this guy said N, I walked in, they called me an N, and he just decided to say the word. I guess the really big problem is that he, at one point, got, got out of a cab in Philadelphia in the wrong area and walked in and he called it Planet of the Apes or he called it I felt like I was in Africa, I was the only white guy. That's really the problem that he has, that he made that reference. All the N references are out of context. So how are they using it with the Young Turks? Were they using it? What was the context of why they were saying it? Were they calling people that name? Were they saying black people are that name? What were they saying? So I would say about, of, of the longer video I saw, I, w- I, would, I would guess, it's my opinion, that probably 60 to 70% of the usage was uh, was reporting on stories right. um, and choosing to use that word while giving commentary on stories that contain that word. Okay. Um, however, again, the ones with the guy, uh, Cheng or whatever his name is, um, the, the the little guy that you <laughs> you described <laughs> that you've met, um, who you've been shouted at by, yes. um, the little one, he, uh, I couldn't tell you the context, but like it was very casual. Like, it and, and by the way, I'm not making fun of his name. It's C E N K. I have no idea how to pronounce it. I, I yeah, thought I, have... I thought it was Sank. You're saying Jank. I don't know. Uh, and his last name is not Unger, but it looks like Unger, but it's really like Uger or something like that. Long story short, these guys have some traction. They've got their fan base, and they suck. And they're doing the same thing that Joe Rogan is is doing or has done. 
I think even worse, if I take your reporting, and I do, um, as truth, than, than what Rogan did. Why is nobody talking about canceling them? Eric Adams, the mayor of New York City, who's black, said we're going we're gonna to beat these crackers' asses or something in 2019. He gives a quick apology. It's gone. It's in the yeah. ether. Nobody's talking about it anymore. Nobody's going to cancel Eric Adams over calling people a bunch of crackers. So uh, I, what I wanted to do here, and thank you for writing a great story, people can go and read it where on the National Pulse or on the other one. So this was on the National Pulse. And I also right. covered the Eric Adams story. And there was like a little bit in uh, the, the thing about the Eric Adams story that I found really interesting was he actually gave that speech and said that at a nonprofit event, um, this nonprofit, uh, which I probably shouldn't go into too much detail because I don't want to get in like trouble and get my top suit or anything like that. But um, the nonprofit, you know, if you run a nonprofit, you're not allowed to do any kind of political campaigning. Right. You can't push for any kind of legislation. Their entire website is full of pushing for legislation. Their entire website is dedicated to political causes. They've received money that, you know, I, I mean, you don't have to. There are certain charities and certain designations where you don't have to declare all the money that you raise. Um, but. Just there was a lot that didn't add up with this one particular nonprofit where he gave this speech. I know that they're very heavily connected to the BLM movement, the Clinton Foundation. No way. They've been around what? since the eighties. Um no way. it's all a bit it was all a bit sus. And so for it to kind of get swept under the rug that quickly, um, I think there was a lot of money behind uh behind that and a lot of people would have been put in a very difficult situation. I was surprised that very few people actually picked up on that story. For, the, for those uh, watching or listening, sus is short for suspicious or sus. suspect. Uh, if you're a young person and happen in person <laughs> like Kay, you would know that. I am old. I had to find that out for my kids. It's uh, Kay Smythe, Cray News with Kay, ksmythe.com, K-S-M-Y-T-H-E.com. Go and follow her right now. You'll see her on Newsmax TV. She does Daily Caller, National Poll. She's she's amazing. Uh, I don't have a, much, a bunch of time Maybe two or three minutes, Kay. Let's get into the trucker story. This is so important to me because my dad was a trucker. I drove trucks with him uh, when I was younger. Um, they are the backbone of our economy. They're the backbone of the North American economy, including Canada, including Mexico, obviously. And in Canada, they're just lying about what's really going on. The official Canadian news agencies and the government there are lying. These are a bunch of bad guys, Confederate flags, or a bunch of Nazis. That's not true. What's the latest you can tell me about what's going on there? So every single day you can go to the nationalpulse.com and you can actually find all of the data. I've just started aggregating and analyzing everything I can find on the truckers convoy, the freedom convoy up in Canada. Now, the biggest story that I've read today is that a judge in Ottawa has banned the honking. You can't honk your truck or your car or your vehicle, anything like oh, that stop it. in the general downtown area. Stop it. Because some some creepy little lawyer has decided to start a class action lawsuit. This is where things get ridiculous, Joe. He's doing a class action lawsuit arguing that the Freedom Convoy has done irreparable harm to the people of Ottawa. Um, you know, nothing like taking an experimental vaccine that even the British medical journal is just like, guys, we do not have enough data on right. this. You know, like a lot of experts the, the, the are now the CDC, The CDC says natural immunity is better, literally better to last 20 months and these shots you have to get a booster every six months or every year. So how exactly... So. What does beeping my horn have to do with truckers or safety or vaccines? 
What? Oh, because um, beeping your horn does irreparable damage to the people who live in and around downtown Ottawa. So this judge is making this kind of like unilateral decision based on this class action lawsuit that one guy and a handful of people have brought. There are literally tens of thousands of Canadians protesting the vaccine mandate. Trudeau's in hiding like a little baby. And Not the, the word you would normally use, but go ahead. I was going to use a way stronger word. <laughs> I like the word baby. It. Don't go there. Go ahead. Um, but Trudeau's in hiding. The police chief is saying that they need to bring in the military or might need to bring in the military. The mayor of Ottawa is losing his mind. None of them will have conversations with the truckers about the fact that all of this could stop if they just end the mandates. Everyone's like, oh, it's basically like a civil war here in Canada. And I'm like, you guys are allowing people to complain about like, oh, it's a bit loud, the truckers, the protests, therefore I'm going to sue. They peeped their but horns. they're not like listening to thousands of protesters across the country who are like, I don't want an experimental jab in my body. Like right. the world has gone crazy, Joe. Okay, I love that you went there because this is so important. This is the crux of the issue that nobody in, in Canada, nobody in the United States and the big media is talking about. All they have to do is tell the truckers they don't have to go on 10 or 14 day quarantine if they're mm -hmm. unvaccinated and come back across the border. This is the issue. When they come back from, from the United States into Canada, Canada wants them to quarantine themselves if they refuse to get the jab. That's stupid and it's unnecessary. And how many of these people have had COVID and have natural immunity anyway? There's no reason for it, but you're right. Trudeau ran away like a little baby and, um, <laughs> and, and you've got the entirety of that country only getting the fake news that says truckers bad, government and shots good. Thank you for putting the truth out there. Kay, it's Kay Smythe, Cray News with Kay, KaySmythe.com, K-A-Y-S-M-Y-T-H-E dot C-O-M. Go there every time, every Monday at least, Kay, and we have you on even more often when, when other news breaks. I appreciate you. Oh, thank you, Joe. I appreciate you too. I'll see you next week or before. I'm looking forward to it. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Hey, great to have you. Welcome to the program. Thanks. The Motown Monday edition, the Joe Pag Show. We appreciate Kay coming on. You'll check her out every Monday on my program. We appreciate her doing what she does for the National Pulse and the Daily Caller. Then she brings those uh, those stories on here. Uh, during the break, Carrie, Paula was asking me about uh, ice skating. And, and I used to watch the Olympics a lot, and I thought I knew what was going on. Mm -hmm. that there's figure skating. Now they're calling something ice dancing, and they're all wearing gloves. Um, the gloves thing is something I've never seen. I'm not watching the Olympics, so I'm not watching. I don't know what they're doing, but the gloves thing must be something new. Maybe it's because of COVID. Who the hell knows? But yeah, figure skating know. and ice dancing, I think, are different categories, aren't they? Where I... one is where you're dancing to the song, yes. and the other one is where you're doing the compulsory things. Yeah, I think. they're two different events. Yeah. Are you watching the Olympics? No. Yeah, I'm not either. Uh, suppose it men or women in the ice dancing? Uh, is it is it pairs, men and women? Uh, well, right now, I mean, because that's whatever was on the TV here. Um, right now, it's the men. But earlier, when the women were on, same thing. They all had gloves on. And so, like right now, this guy, he's not wearing gloves. Um, but with the with the women as well, like it just seemed like part of the outfit. So that's why I was just kind of confused with it all. 
No, I'm with you. I, I think that ice dancing is something that's more recent than just figure skating. And I think that uh, they, they added that where you put on whatever music and then you sort of choreograph the, the actual thing to the music. Now, you're right. The figure skating, they also use music, but in that they have to do these. You got to do a triple, got to do a double, got to do a touch your toe. You got to jump up and down. You, you have to do things or else you get marked off. On ice dancing, I think it's about the dance. So, yeah, I think that's what it is. I think, but who the hell knows? Uh, Carrie, you've got a story where a girl got in trouble. I got about a minute and a half. Give me that story out of Minnesota where she wore something on her on her swimwear and she got in trouble. From WDIO, a 12-year-old Duluth swimmer was nearly disqualified from a swim meet for wearing a Black Lives Matter swimsuit. YMCA hosted the event on Sunday at Superior High School. According to the Duluth branch NAACP president, Classy Dudley, the swimmer was called over by an official during the meet who said she was at risk of disqualification for wearing a swimsuit with a Black Lives Matter phrase on it. Sources say the official cited it as a political statement as well as a logo, which they claimed was a breach against USA swimming rules. If you look at the USA Swimming website and what they talk about, their race, their anti-racism policy. If you look at the Y, who is open and inclusive and talks about diversity, said Dudley. And yet we're hiring officials that treat black women, black girls like this. After discussion with YMCA leadership, they overruled the decision and the young swimmer was allowed to continue competing in Sunday's event. The Duluth branch of the NAACP calling for the removal of the official who nearly disqualified the swimmer in a statement issued Sunday. The YMCA said they removed the official. Okay, uh, here's the thing, and I don't have time to take calls on this. So we can't go any further. Thank you, Carrie. Um, she should have been disqualified or forced to change her swimwear because you, you're damn sure some kid shows up wearing a Make America Great Again swimsuit, there's going to be a problem. So there should be no political statements, should be no political um, um, stances, no politics at all in a competition like this. Duluth does the right thing. Uh, that judge did by saying you got to change that or else you're disqualified. And the fact that they're all like listening to the, to the NAACP and acting like, oh, this is a huge issue, they're all full of it. Because you know, if MAGA showed up, that would be the result. What's happening, Polo? Well, since earlier you were talking about the whole Joe Rogan situation, uh, Al Sharpton has chimed in and he said that he, uh, he thinks that Joe Rogan's got to prove. How sorry he is over this whole controversy. How does he do that? I'm guessing money. Well, that's the thing. He he doesn't exactly say what, but he thinks that he needs to do more to prove that he's learned from all of this, you know, and you know, using the N word and everything. Yeah, I think that I think Al Sharpton should prove that he's not an ass wagon. Carrie, you agree? I'm gonna stay out. Thank you. <laughs> that's yeah. Carrie. That's Polo. That is Monica. We gotta go. I'm Joe. We're back tomorrow. See you then. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.